It's now time for a true story with Jonathan. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Light FM, and this is Jonathan Dagger, your host for this morning's episode of The Sunny Side Up. It's the first time we speak together in spring, and so I wish you a beautiful season, much more beautiful than the summer and the fall and the winter we had. But, you know, like spring, rebirth. Let's be optimistic here. I want to share something with you that I wrote on Facebook last week. Uh, I wrote it on my page, and a lot of people resonated with it, and so I thought it's worth sharing here because I feel like it came from my heart too. What I wrote is that it's not an exaggeration to say that almost every Lebanese person I've spoken to over the past week as the currency plummeted, as the situation deteriorated. And all of these people I spoke to, whether they were in Lebanon or from Lebanon, Lebanese or non-Lebanese, have suffered some form of, you know, panic attack or crying fit or depressive episode or despair. It's clearly, like mostly, because we're witnessing the collapse of what we understood as our home and our safety. And we're not the first. Many have already beat us to this collapse, particularly in more in more uh, vulnerable areas of Lebanon and more vulnerable groups. Uh, and I, I like to pause and always remember the, the drastic situations that migrant workers in Lebanon are in, uh, that refugees are living in, that minorities are living in. And it's important to remember that these people have, have been witnessing this harsh, violent collapse way earlier than we have. But still, now it's more widespread. And that's also dangerous. And what we knew as home and safety, these are also eroding. And, you know, like a core fuel for, for anxiety. And a lot have been said about what we can and we can't do, and mostly what we can't do, but there's, I think, some solace, some some comfort in acknowledging how totally bad the situation is. Denial doesn't help anyone, and it's important to acknowledge that the situation is indeed bad. It's also important to point the finger at the criminals and the systems that have done this to us. That's very important, because justice, if anything, is what will get us out of this. However, more urgently, it's important to pick up the phone, to check in on one another, to make sure that we're okay, because right now, all we have is each other. You know, fortunately, we've had each other for a while, you know, from the protests and from from the from the aftermath of the explosion and all the while, like, I think, I think we formed, and when I say we, I think we all know who we are. We formed a community uh, and we've been there for each other and on a smaller circle as families and friends and 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 chosen families, we've been there for each other too. We've supported each other financially, emotionally, in many ways. And I think this is is what gives me hope. This is what will save us. So I wrote a version of this on Facebook and I've been thinking about it too because I'm a firm believer in the idea that individual problems are resolved collectively. I'm not a psychologist, but it seems evident that these sentiments of despair and panic and depression are very strongly influenced by the social, economic and material conditions that we are living in. You know, the dollar price shoots up and our anxiety levels go up with it. And we hear a sound that reminds us of the explosion and we go into a panic attack. (laughs) That's not our fault. That's because we lived a very traumatic incident. Uh, We remember the thousands of tasks we have to do for work for very little money in exchange in a currency that probably is no use for us. And we get overwhelmed because we're burnt out and we need a vacation. But there's COVID, so we can't go out. You know, we're locked up. Anyway, like it's almost every week one of us has to hear the news about like oh my god i have covid and now you guys have to stay at home and this is very stressful and it's clear that the solution to these problems cannot come from ourselves you know only the the solution has to come from the structural changes around us the the way the the country and the world works these have to change but right now we're unable to change the country and the world so to speak not yet at least i'm i'm very optimistic and 
I've spoken about this before and I will speak about it and I think as long as I'm able to speak but in the meantime we have to take care of ourselves we have to take care of our well-beings and the way we do this is different for different people but I found something that worked for me and really helps me exteriorize my thoughts and my anxieties and I would like to share it with you because some people among you I mean might be like me uh, in my work as a journalist and as a writer and as in you know what I'm doing right now speaking my mind on the radio it really helps it really helps to exteriorize thoughts and emotions and to share them and this is one way where individual problems are solved collectively and I really recommend this keeping a journal it doesn't have to be published it doesn't have to be collective you can just write a journal for yourself but I feel like when you write how you feel or your thoughts in a notebook you help yourself get rid of them you help yourself understand what you really think and to think clearly um, you don't have to worry if it's beautiful or not no one's ever going to read it unless you choose to I keep it somewhere private this is for you but just open this notebook like at night when it's late or in the morning when it's early or during the day when you feel like Khalas, you can't take it it's too overwhelming and write everything down in a notebook you know really vomit your thoughts on the page don't think just cry on the page scream at the page and let me tell you when you first look at the page you're gonna have have a completely blank mind there's nothing scarier there's nothing scarier than a blank page but just write write anything you can write i don't know what to write and then you will start writing i promise you can use a pen instead of a keyboard it's less intimidating or if you don't want to write or if you can't you know you just speak into a recorder you know find something if you don't have a recorder just like i don't know uh put a put a put a mug in front of you and speak to the mug you know just exteriorize get your thoughts out of yourself call up a friend if you can but some thoughts are just too private and we're scared of being vulnerable just like a good workout flushes out toxins, writing and communicating flushes out your anxieties and leaves you with a clearer mind and a clearer ability to plan ahead. You will be able to solve problems. You will discover problems that you didn't even know were weighing on you. I've said a lot about this, but I want to leave you with a quote by an author I really admire. I read her book, The Year of Magical Thinking, and then I read her book, Slouching Towards Bethlehem, and I've read a lot of her writings, and honestly, they're very beautiful. I recommend that you read her. Her name is Joan Didion. Um, some of you might have heard of her. And she once wrote a text called On Keeping a Notebook. And she spoke about notebooks, personal diaries, as a tool to reconciliate with the self, to keep contact with who we used to be and who we are and who we want to be. And this is the quote by Joan Didion. I think we are well advised to keep on nodding terms with the people we used to be, whether we find them attractive company or not. Otherwise, they turn up unannounced and surprise us come hammering on the mind's door at 4 a.m. of a bad night and demand to know who deserted them, who betrayed them, who is going to make amends. We forget all too soon the things we thought we could never forget. We forget the loves and the betrayals alike. We forget what we whispered and what we scream. We forget who we were. It is a good idea then to keep in touch. And I suppose that keeping in touch is what notebooks are all about. And we are all on our own when it comes to keeping those lines open to ourselves. Your notebook will never help me, nor mine you. And so I leave you with this quote by Joan Didion from On Keeping a Notebook, and I hope it inspires you to keep your own notebook, whether it's a virtual one or a paper one or an abstract one or a concrete one. Just find a way to exteriorize the things that worry you, the things that keep you up at night. Don't keep them to yourselves. They might be too much, but on paper, they just become words and words aren't scary. This was Jonathan Dagger, and you are listening to the Sunny Side Up on Light FM. And please take care of yourselves. And I will see you next Tuesday in another episode. And I wish you a very beautiful week until then. That was a true story with Jonathan.